Hello, folks, and welcome back to Bible in a Year. Today is day 264. We are starting off with Ezekiel chapters 43 to 44. Afterward, he brought me to the gate, the gate facing east. And behold, the glory of the God of Israel came from the east, and the sound of his coming was like the sound of many waters, and the earth shone with his glory. And the vision I saw was like the vision which I had seen when he came to destroy the city, and like the vision which I had seen by the river Kebar, and I fell upon my face. As the glory of the Lord entered the temple by the gate facing east, the Spirit lifted me up and brought me into the inner court, and behold, the glory of the Lord filled the temple. While the man was standing beside me, I heard one speaking to me out of the temple, and he said to me, Son of man, this is the place of my throne and the place of the soles of my feet, where I will dwell in the midst of the people of Israel forever. And the house of Israel shall no more defile my holy name, neither they nor their kings by their harlotry, and by the dead bodies of their kings, by, th by setting their, th their threshold by my threshold, and their doorposts beside my doorposts, with only a wall between me and them. They have defiled my holy name by their abominations which they have committed, so I have consumed them in my anger." Now let them put away their idolatry and the dead bodies of their kings far from me, and I will dwell in their midst forever. And you, son of man, describe to the house of Israel the temple and its appearance and plan, that they may be ashamed of their iniquities. And if they are ashamed of all they have done, portray the temple, its arrangement, its exits and its entrances, and its whole form, and make known to them all its ordinances and all its laws, and write it down in their sight, so that they may observe and perform all its laws and all its ordinances. This is the law of the temple. The whole territory round about upon the top of the mountain shall be most holy. Behold, this is the law of the temple. These the dimensions of the altar by cubits, the cubit being a cubit and a handbreadth. Its base shall be one cubit high and one cubit broad, with a rim of one span around its edge, and this shall be the height of the altar. From the base on the ground to the upper ledge, two cubits, with a breadth of one cubit, and from the smaller ledge to the larger ledge, four cubits, with a breadth of one cubit, and the altar hearth, four cubits, and from the altar hearth projecting upward, four, four horns, one cubit high. The altar hearth shall be square, twelve cubits long by, tw by twelve broad. The ledge also shall be square, fourteen cubits long by fourteen broad, with a rim around it half a cubit broad, and its base one cubit round about. The steps of the altar shall face east. And he said to me, Son of man, thus says the Lord God, these are the ordinances for the altar. On the day when it is erected for, burnt offer for offering burnt offerings upon it, and for throwing blood against it, you shall give it to the Levitical priests of the family of Zadok, who drew near to me to minister to me, says the Lord God, a bull for a sin offering. And you shall take some of its blood, and put it on the four horns of the altar, and on the four corners of the ledge, and upon the rim round about. Thus you shall cleanse the altar, and make atonement for it. You shall also take the bull of the sin offering, and it shall be burnt in the appointed place belonging to the temple, outside the sacred area. And on the second day you shall offer a he-goat without blemish for a sin offering, and the altar shall be cleansed as it was cleansed with the bull. When you have finished cleansing it, you shall offer a bull without blemish, and a ram from the flock without blemish. You shall present them before the Lord, and the priest shall sprinkle salt upon them, and offer them up as a burnt offering to the Lord." For seven days you shall provide daily a goat for a sin offering, and also a bull and a ram from the flock without blemish shall be provided. Seven days shall they make atonement for the altar and purify it, and so consecrate it. 
And when they have completed these days, then from the eighth day onward, the priest shall offer upon the altar your burnt offerings and your peace offerings, and I will accept it, says the Lord God. Then he brought me back to the outer gate of the sanctuary, which faces east, and it was shut. And he said to me, This gate shall remain shut, it shall not be opened, and no one shall enter by it. For the Lord, the God of Israel, has entered by it, therefore it shall remain shut. Only the prince may sit in it to eat bread before the Lord. He shall enter by way of the vestibule of the gate, and shall go out by the same way. Then he brought me by way of the north gate to the front of the temple, and I looked, and behold, the glory of the Lord filled the temple of the Lord, and I fell upon my face. And the Lord said to me, Son of man, mark well, see with your eyes, and hear with your ears all that I shall tell you concerning all the ordinances of the temple of the Lord and all its laws. And mark well those who may be admitted to the temple, and all those who are to be excluded from the sanctuary. And say to the rebellious house, to the house of Israel, Thus says the Lord God, O house of Israel, let there be an end to all your abominations, in admitting foreigners, uncircumcised in heart and flesh, to be in my sanctuary, profaning it, when you offer to me my food, the fat and the blood. You have broken my covenant in addition to all your abominations, and you have not kept charge of my holy things, but you have set foreigners to keep my charge in my sanctuary. Therefore thus says the Lord God, No foreigner, uncircumcised in heart and flesh, of all the foreigners who are among the people of Israel, shall enter my sanctuary. But the Levites who went far from me, going astray from me after their idols when Israel went astray, shall bear their punishment." They shall be ministers in my sanctuary, having oversight at the gates of the temple, and serving in the temple. They shall slay the burnt offering and the sacrifice for the people, and they shall attend on the people to serve them. Because they ministered to them before their idols, and became a stumbling block of iniquity in the house of Israel, therefore I have sworn concerning them, says the Lord God, that they shall bear their punishment. They shall not come near to me to serve me as a priest, nor come near any of my sacred things and the things that are most sacred, but they shall bear their shame because of the abominations which they have committed. Yet I will appoint them to keep charge of the temple, to do all its service and all that is to be done in it. But the Levitical priests, the sons of Zadok, who kept the charge of my sanctuary when the people of Israel went astray from me, shall come near to me to minister to me, and they shall attend on me to offer me the fat and the blood, says the Lord God. They shall enter my sanctuary, and they shall approach my table to minister to me, and they shall keep my charge. When they enter the gates of the inner court, they shall wear linen garments. They shall have nothing of wool on them, while they minister at the gates of the inner court and within. They shall have linen turbans upon their heads, and linen breeches upon their loins. They shall not gird themselves with anything that causes sweat. And when they go out into the outer court to the people, they shall put off the garments in which they have been ministering, and lay them in the holy chambers, and they shall put on other garments, lest they communicate holiness to the people with their garments. They shall not shave their heads or let their locks grow long. They shall only trim the hair of their heads. No priest shall drink wine when he enters the inner court. They shall not marry a widow or a divorced woman, but only a virgin of the stock of the house of Israel, or a widow who is the widow of a priest." They shall teach my people the difference between the holy and the common, and show them how to distinguish between the unclean and the clean. In a controversy they shall act as judges, and they shall judge it according to my judgments. They shall keep my laws and my statutes and all my appointed feasts, and they shall keep my Sabbaths holy. They shall not defile themselves by going near to a dead person. However, for father or mother, for son or daughter, for brother or unmarried sister, they may defile themselves." After he is defiled, he shall count himself for himself seven days, and then he shall be clean. 
And on the day that he goes into the holy place, into the inner court, to minister in the holy place, he shall offer his sin offering, says the Lord God. They shall have no inheritance. I am their inheritance. And you shall give them no possession in Israel. I am their possession. They shall eat the cereal offering, the sin offering, and the guilt offering, and every devoted thing in Israel shall be theirs. And the first of all the first fruits of all kinds, and every offering of all kinds from all your offerings, shall belong to the priests. You shall also give to the priests the first of your coarse meal, that a blessing may rest on your house. The priests shall not eat of anything, whether bird or beast, that has died of itself or is torn. Our next reading is Isaiah chapter 63. Who is this that comes from Edom, in crimson garments from Bozrah, he that is glorious in his apparel, marching in the greatness of his strength? It is I, announcing vindication, mighty to save. Why is thy apparel red, and thy garments like his that treads in the winepress? I have trodden the winepress alone, and from the peoples that no one was with me. I trod them in my anger, and trampled them in my wrath. Their lifeblood is sprinkled upon my garments, and I have stained all my raiment. For the day of vengeance was in my heart, and my year of redemption has come. I looked, but there was no one to help. I was appalled, but there was no one to uphold. So my own arm brought me victory, and my wrath upheld me. I trod down the peoples in my anger. I made them drunk in my wrath, and I poured out their lifeblood on the earth. I will recount the steadfast love of the Lord, the praises of the Lord according to all that the Lord has granted us, and the great goodness to the house of Israel, which he has granted them according to his mercy, according to the abundance of his steadfast love. For he said, Surely they are my people, sons who will not deal falsely, and he became their savior. In all their affliction he was afflicted, and the angel of his presence saved them. In his love and in his pity he redeemed them. He lifted them up and carried them all the days of old. But they rebelled and grieved his Holy Spirit. Therefore he turned to be their enemy and himself fought against them. Then he remembered the days of old, of Moses his servant. Where is he who brought up out of the sea the shepherds of his flock? Where is he who put in the midst of them his Holy Spirit? who caused his glorious arm to go at the right hand of Moses, who divided the waters before them to make for himself an everlasting name, who led them through the depths. Like a horse in the desert they did not stumble. Like cattle that go down into the valley, the Spirit of the Lord gave them rest. So thou didst lead thy people to make for thyself a glorious name. Look down from heaven and see, from thy holy and glorious habitation. Where are thy zeal and thy might? The yearning of thy heart and thy compassion are withheld from me. For thou art our father, though Abraham does not know us, and Israel does not acknowledge us. Thou, O Lord, art our father, our redeemer from of old is thy name. O Lord, why dost thou make us err from thy ways and harden our heart, so that we fear thee not? Return for the sake of thy servants, the tribes of thy heritage. Thy holy people possess thy sanctuary a little while. Our adversaries have trodden it down. We have become like those over whom thou hast never ruled, like those who are not called by thy name. Our last reading for today is Mark chapter 12, verses 1 to 27. And he began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard, and set a hedge around it, and dug a pit for the winepress, and built a tower, and leased it to tenants, and went into another country. When the time came, he sent a servant to the tenants to get from them some of the fruit of the vineyard. And they took him and beat him, and sent him away empty-handed. Again he sent to them another servant, and they wounded him in the head and treated him shamefully. And he sent another, and him they killed, 
and so with many others, some they beat and some they killed. He had still one other, a beloved son. Finally he sent him to them, saying, They will respect my son. But those tenants said to one another, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. And they took him and killed him and cast him out of the vineyard. What will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and destroy the tenants and give the vineyard to others. Have you not read this scripture? The very stone which the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. And they tried to arrest him, but feared the multitude, for they perceived that he had told the parable against them. So they left him and went away. And they sent to him some of the Pharisees and some of the Herodians to trap him, entrap him in his talk. And they came and said to him, Teacher, we know that you are true and care for no man, for you do not regard the position of men, but truly teach the way of God. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay them or should we not? But knowing their hypocrisy, he said to them, Why put me to the test? Bring me a coin and let me look at it. And they brought one, and he said to them, Whose likeness and inscription is this? They said to him, Caesar's. Jesus said to them, Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. And they were amazed at him. And Sadducees came to him, who say that there is no resurrection, and they asked him a question, saying, Teacher, Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies and leaves a wife, but leaves no child, the man must take the wife and raise up children for his brother. There were seven brothers. The first took a wife, and when he died, left no children. And the second took her and died, leaving no children. And the third likewise, and the seven left no children. Last of all, the woman also died. In the resurrection, whose wife will she be? For the, se for the seven had her as wife. Jesus said to them, Is not this why you are wrong, that you know neither the scriptures nor the power of God? For when they rise from the dead, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. And as for the dead being raised, have you not read in the book of Moses, in the passage about the bush, how God said to him, I am the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not God of the dead, but of the living. You are quite wrong. That is everything for today. Thank you so much for following along and listening. Hope you have a great day, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye for now.